Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Caught Between the Tie and High Heels, the uh, podcast where we talk about being transgender and I share my personal experiences, both present and past. Uh, and kind of, uh, I usually am with my co-host, my beloved wife, Dee, but she is not joining me today. She is sleeping, much well-deserved nap. Um, and, uh, so, well, I, I say nap, it's almost midnight, but we're, <laughs> she's in bed. So I'm doing this one solo today. Um, and really, unfortunately, th- to this is a really kind of a rant and rave Call it bitchin', whatever you want to do, I own it. I'm just going to rant a little bit on something that bothers me a lot. And I don't know if any of you um, share in it, but it's definitely something I'm dealing with more and more now that I am uh, a working woman. Um, Being out in the workforce and uh, presenting more feminine than I ever have in my entire life to more people. Um... I am <laughs> really amazed at uh in just a month and a half how far I've come. I mean, literally from the second week of August, it's right now the the twentieth of September. Um and uh leaps and bounds. I mean within a month and a, a month and a half, I've done a lot so far. Um I've joined uh, <laughs> a all women's group uh not only do i have a job as as my feminine self my my true self but i've joined a an all women's group interpreting uh, historically interpreting about women in history and the roles and the important roles in which they've played um i've gone to a doctor a pharmacy uh yeah i i've just been really amazed at um the the time I'm having in the in the past month and a half I'm literally um, flabbergasted I really am I've been called ma'am more times than I can count anymore I used to be able to like ooh I got a ma'am I was really excited and now I'm getting ma'amed more often um, which is just absolutely thrilling to me to no end um, and I even uh, over the weekend I was at an event with the historical group that I was interpreting. Uh, women in history, and I actually got a kiss blown to me. Made my millennium. millennium. <laughs> I was just thinking, though, I mean, yes, it may be sexist, but it it, it was very sweet. He was a uh, really nice guy to talk to. He was there with his wife, who was also just as adorable as she could possibly be. Um, and... Uh, he just was they were both really really nice to talk with we had a good time and as they drove away in the little golf cart that was moving around the event which we were at um he ended up blowing a kiss to me and i was just totally flabbergasted i was really amazed so that just like oh um but as i am experiencing more of this stuff uh, as my true self as a woman um and you know being seen more as a woman presenting as a woman again me uh what's been hiding inside of me all this time for 50 years um i still run into i I still run into the same issue and i know it's not meant malice or any kind of um 
negative connotation in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so I, I know that for sure. Uh, I, I'm, well, I don't know that for sure. That was really kind of a weird statement. But I, I would like to think that it is not in, in a negative sense that is being said to me. However, the way I'm receiving it, and I know this, this is a me issue, um, once again, if I'm being bitchy as I go through this, so be it. Then I'm a bitch. But, uh, or a little crybaby, whatever the hell you want to do, or you want to call it, I don't care. I'm expressing how I feel. Um, but it, it means something to me. The more that I'm presenting and the more that I'm like, I'm, I'm sharing my experiences, my, the things that I'm sharing are things that I really worry about on a daily basis. I have a great deal of body issues. To me, I look and I still have my guy gut. I mean, I, I can't I can't see anything else. There's no hips in order to offset it. There's no butt in order to offset it. And it's just not me bitching about not having female fat redistribution. I look at myself and I just basically see that I have a growing because for some stupid reason, I just keep eating food that I know is not good for me, but it tastes so damn good. And I'm so freaking stressed out trying to do this job and not screw it up. Um, and at the same time, try to sell my mom's house because that's also a big issue that's going on in my life. And so, yeah, I'm going to eat my freaking feelings. And, of course, I'm gaining back the 40 pounds that I lost. So, again, I'm going back to looking like um, a big belly guy that has man boobs. And I'm really having some major issues with that. Again, I know it's me. Okay, I cannot stress this enough. I know that this is me. This is my issue. But I'm sharing this because... The response that I get when I, I share with others about my insecurities, I'm sharing it because I'm, I share it with those who I respect and I feel comfortable with. I'm not going to sit there and talk to you about my personal shit if I don't know who you are or I don't feel comfortable with you. You're going to get the everyday conversation. Oh, the word looks nice. Yeah, how about them bears? You know what I mean? That's the type of conversation you're going to get if I don't feel comfortable with you. But... I have always prided myself on a situation of saying, I am not your average transgender woman. Good or bad, right or wrong, I I am okay because I will come out and talk about my transgenderism simply, or being a transgender, I know a, a transgender woman, I know just saying transgender is not right, it's not a, hey, that's a transgender, that's not what, no, you don't do that shit, That, but I'm just saying in my head with this being transgender individual has experiences and you're feeling things as you're going through all this stuff or at least I am I don't know about any of you all but I there's a large amount of emotion and I I choose for people that I feel comfortable with and people that I trust and people that I am I can judge pretty well. I mean, after 50 years, I, I think I can judge. I'm a pretty good judge of character so far in my life. I have not, I've only been let down maybe two times. 
Um, maybe I was drinking at that point. I don't know. But I've, I open up to them to be able to share with them my insecurities, my issues that I have, my uh, emotions, my worries, my concerns. Maybe I'm hunting for reassurance. Maybe I'm looking for uh, some kind of subconscious um, reassurance or gratification or something like that. Or, you know, I don't want... But that's the weird part is, is that honestly, but consciously, I don't want anybody sitting there going, Oh, no, you're not. You look fine. I know what the fuck I look like, okay? Trust me. I have eyes. And I am not that blind. I have glasses, but my God, (laughs) I know what I look like in the mirror. And I still look like the fat guy that ended up getting a divorce back in 2005. So, yeah, I got a little bit longer hair and my eyebrows are done uh, halfway decent, you know, and every once in a while tinted. But I'm still, I look like the fat guy that got divorced back in 2005. So I'm not looking for someone to sit there and just give me reassurance like, oh, no, you're beautiful. You're great. You know, okay, I appreciate that, but that's, I don't need that empty kind of stuff. But at the same time, I, I, maybe subconsciously that's, that's still what I need. Like the reassurance, I don't know. That's still something I'm working out. Long story short, let me, let me basically, I, I where, get where I'm talking about. I open up and I start expressing how I feel. I start talking about my emotions, about my body, my insecurities. It's like, you know, I wish that I had bigger boobs. I wish that I had fat distribution like hips and butt and like how clothes don't. Clothes are clothes for women are made to work with some sort of hips and butt. Okay. Little or not, it doesn't make any difference, but there is somewhat of an anatomic difference between a male and a female, okay? Anatomically, I'm still stuck as being a male. Even though I've been taking hormones for four and a half years, I've got a little bit of boob, and that's basically about it. So anatomically, hip-wise, butt-wise, my waist is not... I mean, I can I can make a feminine waist right above my hips, but it's not natural. It doesn't come easy because I'm also fat. So I stress about this. I get worried. I I I I'm torn about this every single day. Um and I you know, sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed with it, then that's when I start talking about it or I I want to join in the conversation. This is something that just happened recently. So I'm listening to a couple of friends talk, and they're, like, chattering away and everything else. I feel that I want to, instead of just being the fly on the wall, I would like to join in on the conversation. I, I, all I have is my experiences as growing up being a transgender person or being a, you know, I don't want to say back when I was a guy, or back before I started taking hormones or something, maybe they don't want to hear about a trans lesbian, uh, you know, exploit, sexual exploits as a young male trying to figure out your way in life and everything else. So I keep my mouth shut. 
But when I do finally open up because I want to add into the conversation, <laughs> it's just very awkward. And like, it always ends up being, and I, and again, I give my insecurities, I, I, I open that up. And then nine times out of 10, when I ver- verbalize some kind of concern, the responses I get is, all women feel that way. Now, I, I've had it explained to me that when I've been told this, that it's more of a sign of understanding and inclusion. You worry about it, so does every other woman worry about it. You're a woman. This is the issues that a woman deals with on a daily basis. Okay, I'm cool with that. However, in my, in, at the time, my mental state is not processing that. What I process is that I am being my concerns and my issues and my anxiety that I'm feeling right at that moment that I'm trying to share in order to get out, in order to, you know, and again, maybe I am looking for someone to sit there and say, oh, no, you know, this is good. You you look, I, I don't know. I really, honestly, I don't know what the response is I'm looking for. So this is the the crazy part about all of this. <laughs> but the response that of all women feel this way to me is dismissive at the time again at the time it's dismissive and it basically deflates and devalues my my feelings that I'm trying to get across like it basically I, you know it just kind of schluffs it off and I know, again, that that is not the intent, but it's how I feel at the time because I'm already at this heightened anxiety enough in order for me to start talking about it. So that part really gets me. I don't know if anybody else deals with that, if anybody else has that issue. In regards to this statement, saying that, well, every woman, and it's not just one person. I mean, I get this from a number of people. A lot of women, you know, every woman feels that way. Okay, every woman wasn't born a man, though. Every woman wasn't dealing with the issues that I was growing up because they were born a female. And they were assigned female at birth. I was assigned something completely foreign to what my body wants. Um, or what my mind wants, let's put it that way. So my mind wants one thing and my body ends up being something else. And this is a hell of a combo. At the same time, how are the hell are they supposed to relate to that? You know, if I'm talking to an, uh, a cis woman, how are they going to relate to that? So they're kind of, their hands are tied. I realize that. Again, I don't understand why I'm fishing for something. I'm awkward already. I am not the most social butterfly. I say things that I probably shouldn't at times when I shouldn't say anything at all. Um, <laughs> I I am... Very uncomfortable in a lot of situations like that. So, yeah. I don't know why I'm really throwing it out there, except for the fact that I want to be relative and I want to somehow be in a conversation or to be able to talk to this person. It's like I meet a lot of people that I want to be friends with, but it's like such a hard time in order for me to go up and not seem weird and try to be their friend. Like, how does that... I'm like getting more awkward the older I get. 
And I know I'm jumping around all over the place, but these are... They're all kind of things that have been building up in me now for a couple of weeks, and it's been kind of weird. I... I I don't know. I'm probably coming up to that time of the month again where it's, uh, I know, uh, yeah, I know it sounds crazy that, you know, I get period. It's emotional. I don't, of course I don't bleed. I don't have the equipment in order to be able to have a menstrual cycle like that. But emotionally, I have, I have peaks and I have valleys. And, and usually like there's a certain time during the month and I start having a valley and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm going into a valley with this, but um, I know I mentioned earlier too because I know I was jumping around a little bit. So I'm mentioning other things. That's another stress that I end up having when I'm having a conversation with someone. I want to interject like some of my past experiences, but then I'm just like, well, maybe these people don't want to hear how a trans lesbian uh, had these experiences while they were a male uh, with another female because I'm. I identify as a lesbian. So that means I've always been attracted to women. I consider myself a woman and I'm always been attracted to other women. So all my past relationships have all been women. Maybe a cisgender straight woman doesn't want to hear about me and the exploits that that I had in my earlier days. So I keep my mouth shut or I take the risk and I open up and then it's basically like cricket farts and it's like, oh, that's, uh, um, uh, that's not necessarily feminine, you know, or, or something along those lines. Like uh, there's n- a number of different replies that gets put back to me. Uh, and, and it's, <laughs> it may be to me, but again, it just seems like the comments that I end up getting when I do share end up being once again, dismissive, devaluing, um, and all around just like, well, that's not what it is. So it doesn't count. And then I just want to keep my mouth shut. I literally want to go into a corner, keep my fucking mouth shut. I don't want to look at anybody. I don't want to make eye contact. I just want to do whatever I got to do and disappear. And that's really kind of, uh, an ongoing problem that is getting bigger. The more that I am dealing with things, uh, transitioning as a female, and I'm starting to show more. I'm all excited about, you know, yes, it's great. Getting the new clothes. I've gotten a new pair of shoes, a couple of new pairs of shoes, albeit period clothing and that type of stuff. But still, <coughs> excuse me, um, I got a really dry throat tonight. Um, I, it, but still, it comes with a price for me because the issue... <laughs> the issues are more in my face. Whereas when I wasn't transitioning and I was just wishing about transitioning and I was staying at home and just dressing on my own and dressing in private. Well now, and I'm really getting to be more open about myself. It's like all these other things start coming out and I want to try and, I don't really know how to say this. It's like really weird. Like I want to be normal. You know what I mean? But I know that I'm not normal. I will never be normal. Now, what the definition of normal is, who the fuck knows? No idea. What 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 is the true definition of normal? You know, I always feel very awkward about everything. I'm sure there's other people out there that are like that too. They probably have it a lot worse than I am. Again, if this is just me bitching, and then I'm a bitch. I, I, I will own it. I accept it. I admit it. All I know is this is how I'm feeling. 
And if that means I'm a bitch, then I'm a bitch. Just a little crybaby or whatever, however you want to. I'm just going to try and deflate it right now. Whatever you want to call it, that's what it is. But these are some heavy emotions that I'm feeling, and I figured I would get them out at this podcast. So if you made it this far, 20 minutes into this podcast, you're doing awesome, and I really appreciate you hanging with me. <laughs> because I know that I'm a whirlwind right now uh, with trying to get out what I'm feeling, and it's it's hard. It really is hard. I thought that I at the beginning of this podcast I would be like, oh, great, it'll be great. I'll talk about this one topic, and... But as I started talking, more things jumped into my head and I I feel it's very necessary in order to share all that because it's it's it becomes more in your face when you're presenting. Because I can't escape it. I mean, it is what it is. I always wanted to be in the girl groups. This is the really double-edged sword that it is. When I was in high school, I didn't want to hang out with the boys. I didn't want to hang out in the bathrooms or or the locker rooms. Or any of that other shit. I didn't want to do any of that with boys. I wanted to hang out where the girls were. I wanted to hang out with all the cool cliques that wore the nice clothes and had the nice hair. Did their makeup really nice and everything else. I wanted to be part of that group. Now I'm starting to be able to be part of that group. But it's like, shit, how do I contribute to this conversation? I, I, I You know, they don't necessarily want to hear. I don't feel that they want to hear about the, you know, the trans lesbian exploits that I went through I don't relate because I don't I don't like guys I mean I can understand and I I have in the past when we've had conversations and everything else yes this guy is a good-looking guy I mean I can understand that does he do anything do I want to like you know climb that tree no no I I appreciate the fact that he is a a beautiful man but that's as far as I'm going to go with that of course unless it's Ryan Reynolds I will climb that tree in a heartbeat respectfully just throwing that out there (laughs) but it's like I don't I get awkward and I start feeling I second guess myself with all that and I'm noticing it a hell of a lot more in the last month and a half than I have ever in my life because I am trying to have a conversation normal conversation without it getting weird without having to bring up the fact that or reminding someone through the topics that I'm talking about, then I'm, oh, hey, by the way, if you hadn't already forgotten or you hadn't already heard, I'm transgender and I like chicks. How long do I have to beat that nail into the ground before I get a clue to change the subject? You know what I mean? That is what itches in the back of my mind. So that along with the dismissive feelings when I start saying, okay, I'm feeling anxiety. I want to I want to reach out to these people. These are these are wonderful women. I want to be around and I want to be able to have these are my friends. I want to, you know, try to eke, eke it out there about, hey, I'm having some struggles. And I throw it out there. And basically I get back that, oh, well all women feel that way. And the topic moves on to something else. Alrighty. I mean, again, do not get me wrong. I'm not looking for the conversation to stop then and then everything gets focused on me or anything else like that. But it would be nice in order for like related topics to I'm trying to bring something up to get relative to the people I'm talking to. So maybe I can pick up something through their conversation. So I throw in a little topic in there and then all of a sudden they build on it. 
I could possibly get something from that. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's just not happening. I it, again, it feels like I just um it's it's a feeling like I I'm literally watching a water park from a glass door and I keep knocking as people pass by. They look at me and then that's it though. I don't get to come in and actually play in the water park. You know you know what I mean? They're not doing it negatively. They're not being salty about it, but they just don't open the door for me. And I try to open the door myself and it's just not working. So I want to I want to I just want to go into the water park <laughs> and not be trapped at the glass door. By the way, this is the first analogy that I can come up with in order to be able to try and re- do this relative, but Anyway, this is some anxiety that I'm having. I've been having now for a couple of weeks, and I figured that I wanted to share that with you. Uh, Dee and I have talked about this a couple of times, and it's, um, and I'm sorry, you have to deal with me with a, I have a lozenge. I was uh, feeling a little dry throat, so I, I stopped recording, and I had to put in a lozenge real quick, so I didn't, like, dry my mouth out really bad. So I apologize, you have to deal with me. Uh, you know, having to swallow every once in a while. Um, but Dee and I had had conversations about this. And I mean, you know, it's still, it's an ongoing thing, but it's hard trying to find resolution with it. I don't think I will find resolution with it. Again, I think it's just one of those things. It's my issue. I got to work it out somehow. Again, I own it. It may be petty. It may be stupid, childish, whatever. But all I know is it's a pretty fucking strong emotion that I'm feeling whatever the hell it is. And I want to try and figure out how to deal with it so I can move on. I I don't like this type of stuff. So would love to hear from you. If you're dealing with similar situations or you, you've had uh, similar feelings or emotions or something, I would really, really love to hear from you. If you want to uh, send me an email at jamie at tieinhighheels.com that is J-A-I-M-E-E at tieinhighheels.com um, if you don't feel comfortable being able to get in touch with me directly you can always go through our online t-shirt shop or a online t-shirt it's not ours but it's an online t-shirt shop that actually supports the podcast so that way you don't have any traces going back to you The link you can actually find in the description of the podcast. So, therefore, and again, it's not blatantly named, but it is a link that at least gets you where you need to be. Um, You can always support us. I would really appreciate your support to help keep me and D going with this because, again, doing this does have a few expenses, keeping the, um, the hosting going and everything. Buy us a coffee. Easiest way to do. There's a link in the description of the pot of each episode. If you like a, something I said or something that Dee said or a topic that we're talking about, just send us a coffee for the price of a cup of coffee. Five bucks. That that can be um, something really appreciative. Um, you can also again shop at the online uh, t-shirt shop. The links are both on tinehighheels.com, our website, or in the description of each one of the podcasts. You can also become a patron. If you want to get really, really good with it and you really like what we're doing and you want to be a supporter, uh, uh, a mainstay supporter with us, we'll mention you on the podcast every single episode if you want. Um, and depending on what kind of patron, we'll even 
name something out uh, for you in the t-shirt shop. So there you go. You can actually have your name uh, associated with a quality product. So there you go. Or the last way is it's really free and simple. Just write us a review on iTunes. That just helps us to get, uh, it's very important because it helps us to be able to get more exposure from um, other people, more people that are out there. Uh, as I said before, the website, tieinhighheels.com, or you can also catch me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at tie in high heels. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you for listening to me rant and rave about my weird emotions and feelings that I'm having um, and not sure really what to do with it, but I appreciate you letting uh, hanging with me and let me verbalize. And I hope uh, we'll have a cheer- more cheerful topic next time. Um, until then, take care, and thank you so much for listening. Be safe. Bye-bye.